said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Shots never penetrate, money generate. If we ain't in the house, renovate. Tryna eat, we ain't finna wait. Where's the dinner place? BMW, 10 to 8, interstate, 95, passenger, baddest bitch, interstate. Half Spanish, half Trinity Day, complexion, Henny straight. Y'all ain't got y'all ministry, track star, finna state. Time is money and I can't afford to be a minute late. It's time to make a movie, let the haters watch Diamonds spinning round the bezel, that's tornado watch My independent chick, I like my lady's catch She got an appetite for dick, I guess her place my crotch Y'all soft as tater top, little niggas try me not Under the wing, fried rice at the Chinese spot I hear him talking it, but ain't really living it Opinions are like assholes, so who gives you a shit? You know they mad, cause I, cause I, cause I'm hood rich You never, ever, ever seen a nigga good trick You want the problem? Alright, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life as I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, aka Life as I See It, episode 163, I believe. Um, shouts to the whole squad right now. We got the homie Bad Lungs, aka Woolsey Vegas, in the building. Um, shouts to Rico Key, shouts to C, shouts to Gert. Um, not sure who may or may not be joining us uh, today, but I do want to start by reminding everybody to subscribe to the pod if you're not already. Make sure you do so on all platforms Spotify, Apple. Make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube. Check out our visual content and hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, also on our Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. And of course, as I mentioned, it's the holidays. So you got to have your smell goods, got to have a crib smelling seasonal. You know what I mean? So you can get your smell goods and your candles at Lux Collection LLC.com. Uh, so kind of speaking about the holidays, you know, it's Thanksgiving week. Um, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, the holidays don't really feel, I guess the same for me, I'll speak for myself, um, as they did, you know, as a, as a child, uh, I know that, you know, you have kids and when you have a family, it it starts to take on a different meaning, but, um, you know, what's your plans for the holidays this week? Uh, you know, just, just, just kicking with the fan, watching a little football, same old, same old. Yes, sir. I mean, it's a, it's a little more amplified because my daughter's my daughter's birthday is today. Hey, happy for, birthday! For, so she's she's essentially a Thanksgiving baby. So it's always a festive time anyway. Around this time, more festive. Like we already you see what I'm. I mean, I'm sipping already. Got <laughs> yeah. Let the, Jack. let the good times roll. Mm-hmm. Pink pinkies up. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know the usual, the usual festivities. Um, definitely football and some good food, man. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. They say thanks. They say Thanksgiving is the most traveled holiday. Um, out of out of all of them, I know I'm gonna be traveling up to North Carolina. I'm gonna be 
uh, with some friends of the family, which is basically family. Uh, we all going to get together. That's going to be a super good time. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Of course, football, you know, I'm a Dallas fan. So we prime time every year and we play the Giants this year. So it's going to be even extra. It's going to be extra. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, And I'm going to be in the building with with a bunch of Giants fans, too. So that should be fun. That should be fun. It's only going to be fun if we win, though. (laughs) Because if we lose, oh, we. Oh, we that shit uh-huh. that, that shit get ugly real fast. You're gonna want to take your jersey off, <laughs> get on your skip bayless, throw, throw, throw your shit in the trash. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying, but I'm looking forward to a, a, a good game, a, a good time, good vibes, good food, and, and all of that. So, of course, you know, well wishes to everybody out there to, to from our family to yours, you know, happy holidays to, to everybody listening. Um, so I guess I really want to start with the story that was disturbing to say the least, because, you know, I really don't understand it. Like it's, it's wild. So uh, for those who may not have heard, um, there was a girl's trip to Mexico, a group of, I don't know how many friends, maybe four friends, don't quote me on the number, uh, but they all went out to Mexico to, you know, celebrate. I don't know what the occasion was, but they was on vacation and a fight broke out. So a fight broke out and it was between two girls and one girl was just, just ODing on shorty. Like, and you know, the other people in the room was recording it. Now it was a fight. Shorty was getting the best of it to say the least, but it was like, you know, you know, you see a fight and say, say it's two people you fuck with, you may not want them to fight, but if they decide you can't do nothing about it. They want to shoot the one. You're going to let them shoot the one. But all of us have kind of been in that situation before. Once you see, I right, it's over, it's over. You Somebody supposed to step in, shut that shit down, break it up. What ended up happening is that girl ended up losing her life. Uh, she ended up dying, and the girls tried to cover it up and say that she died from alcohol poisoning, um, they traveled back to the States and left the girl in Mexico. I also heard that one of the girls brought her bags to her mother's house and stayed with the mom for a few days. Nah, that, that's a sure. fact. Yeah. That's sick, bro. Like what type of shit you want? The girl's name was Shanquel Robinson. Shanquel Robinson. Um, so first and foremost, rest in peace to her because I mean, what a senseless way to lose your life. Um, and when we talking about friends, how many of us have them? Man, she didn't, unfortunately. And that led to her losing her life, man. So uh a very, very unfortunate situation, but it brings up the conversation of friendship and real friends. Um, you know, we've all we all have you know, our friend groups, we're friends and, you know, true friendship should just be unconditional, right? I mean, sometimes you might not be rocking out with your mans or y'all might not be seeing eye to eye. Sometimes y'all kind of fall out and y'all might not, y'all might go a time without speaking, but if it's real and if it's true and if it's genuine, y'all supposed to be able to get past it and hold each other down, man. And I think a lot of what's going on today is 
people don't really know how to be good people. I think Gert spoke to that a couple of weeks ago. Like, just focus on being a good human being. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 extremely unfortunate. Um, what what was some of your takes? Because I know I know you got uh some roots in North Carolina, and I know that they're getting a lot of that coverage out there in NC. So first of all, you know, what's some of your thoughts, and then what's kind of some of the word that you've been hearing, kind of more on an in depth uh inside look. Yeah, I mean it's just unfortunate, man. Like one you you chilling or traveling with people that you don't even know has that type of animosity towards you, right? Because friends know how to pretend too. So the fact that, you know, that narrative's going around like it always watching who you call your friend, da da da. Sometimes you can never know until it's too late or until you put in that situation. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just unfortunate that, like, it took, without knowing the intricacies of their relationship, it took that for that to happen. You feel what I'm saying? Now, I'm hearing all kinds of, like, numerous stuff. Like, it was a planned thing. Um, They've been planned for weeks, months, or whatever. I don't know, man. That's... You know, when you have daughters too, it just hits home a little different for you because now you got to wonder like, damn, like, do you got to start vetting your daughter's friends? Like, it's, it's to that point now. I think, and again, I'm not a parent, right? I don't have children yet, but I do think that absolutely you should vet your children's friends. Um, and not to a point of just being... Uh, a, a straight, you know, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you don't got to be so rigid in no and yes. And, you know what I'm saying? But being able to know who your friends are or know, know who your, your kids' friends are, I think is very important because who they associate themselves with or who they want to associate themselves with, they may not know any better. So as the adults and as the parents, it is the parent's job to kind of provide that necessary guidance and, and help give them the information. You know, at the end of the day, they are human beings and hum, human beings don't walk in a straight line. They don't just do what you want them to do. That's not the way humans work. But, you know, as best as you can, I do think it's important to provide that guidance. And, you know, situations like this are extremely unfortunate, but I do think it is an eye opener for many people on how to look at themselves and analyze their own lives and their families and their kids and so on and so forth. So I think you hit it on the nose, but I did want to respond to something you said. You were saying friends know how to pretend and sometimes you can't really never really know until it's too late. I want to provide some pushback there because I know that we've all been in situations where you're cool with somebody and now you're no longer cool with them, right? And I know speaking for myself, people that I don't talk to anymore that we were once friends, there were signs that this person might be, you know, they might be a certain way. But for me, I've always accepted my friends as they are. I've never tried to judge them on the type of person they are. Because if I'm fucking with you and we got that type of rapport, then I'm rocking with you no matter what. The, the, the interesting part comes when they pull a them on you. You know what I'm saying? That'd be the disrespect that that I find. It's like, damn, I knew you had it in you, but I ain't know you had it in you towards me. Like, what the fuck did I do that 
made you want to act like that towards me. So have you experienced those type of those type of situations? Of course. And just to reiterate on the vetting vetting your kids, um, friends, I didn't mean like you should you like you have to, but when they're older, it's a little tougher for you to vet them because like I said, as we're all older, right? So I'm pretty sure if this if this young lady was going on an all females trip, she's an older lady. She's not like 15, 14, you know what I'm saying? So as they get older and you get older, it's not like you're going to be sitting there really like analyzing each and one of their everyday friends and be like, oh, nah, that one ain't. You feel what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm articulating it right, but you understand what I'm saying. Like You don't have the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. They was little and be like, uh-uh, that one right there, that little Shaquana right there, uh-uh. Oh, that little Shaquita, Shaquita, what's her name? Uh-uh, not that one. You know what I mean? But did your did your peoples do that with you at any point in time? Yeah, yeah, for sure. They would tell me. You know what I'm saying? I would I would take heed. It'd be my brothers that'd be like, ah, you, you don't understand. It's my friend, mom. Once they tell me now cipher with that person, I'd be like, all right, no doubt. I then I just I'm a person that treat that that treats everybody with a clean slate. But at the same token, I don't let I don't let everybody get access the same neither though. You know what I'm saying? That's the key, right? It's it's protecting your energy and protecting your inner peace. Like and and setting those boundaries. I think we spoke about that before, but being able to set those boundaries with everybody, with your friends, with your relationship partner, with your parents, with with your your coworkers, like everybody, like. You have to have your own set of boundaries and you have to stand on something or you fall for anything like the saying goes. So I think it's important to um, pay attention to the signs and take heed to some of those signs and take heed to some of the advice that you might get from, you know, maybe older people with more wisdom or just people who care about you that might have something to say. Now, here's where it gets tricky and here's where the lines get blurred. A lot of times people feel so entitled that they project themselves onto you. And that's where a lot of people get fucked up because people end up listening to that. And now you living for other people. You know what I'm saying? If, if a motherfucker is got all of this shit to say about you and your life, wait, hold on now, slow down. <laughs> like why the fuck you feel you got a license to just critique and pick apart my life. Like you some fucking guru or like you perfect. You know what I'm saying? And, and that happens a lot. That happens a lot with males, with females, like the the, the whole gambit. So it, it it's just a wild situation, man. People got to wake up and pay attention because it's a lot of shit going on, man. It's a lot of shit going on. And to answer your question from before, I think once you see the signs, the subtle signs, vibes don't lie. So once you start seeing the signs, I suggest you make a decision right then and there because eventually what happens is we see the signs, right? But at the same token of seeing the signs, our love for our brotherhood or whatever we think is there grows as well. So I'm like, nah, that's just, you start making excuses for the signs until it comes, it, it, it meets, it meets, it meets you at your front door and then there's no way around it. And now you like going, you start thinking back like, damn, that happened. That when he did that, that, that or when she did that, damn. And another sign too, like if they do their family dirty, like they mom, cousins, brother, my nigga, you You the lowest one on the totem pole. Believe that. <laughs> Believe that. 
Because if they do an DNA like that, nigga, you it, it's 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 un, it's it's not even a thought to do you dirty. But you know, uh, I I agree. But at the same time, everybody don't have the same relationship with their parents like that. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reasons may be. Now we may look at it still like at the end of the day, that's your that's your mother, that's your father. You're supposed to hold them in in a certain regard. But for some people, like what about the people who they they moms wasn't shit or they dad wasn't shit or one of the parents weren't there or they never really supported them like how do you then as you grow older treat that relationship and establish those boundaries it gets tricky you know what i'm saying because yeah, as, as a friend y'all would talk about it but that doesn't give you free range to be um you know treat that person like like lower than value you know what i'm saying like because that's still a reflection of you Granted, you have a rough, a rocky relationship with your parents, a rocky relationship with your cousins, your aunts, your brothers, or whatever. But at the end of the day, the way you treat that situation is a reflection of you. You know what I'm saying? So just because that situation is rocky, don't mean you have free range to just be walking around doing dumb shit or just acting just a full blown like a disregard for human human being or just life in general. You know what I'm saying? Because you're trying to justify your actions with an excuse. It gets it, it gets tricky, bro. I know I know some people. It's a slippery slope. I know some people who call their parents by their first name. To me, that's why. Yeah, that's now cipher. You know what I'm saying? That's it's no respect. Nah. It's no respect. Like what are we talking about? Yeah, that's no way. That's 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 unacceptable as far as I'm concerned. Now, just because that's my opinion, people could disagree, but I feel like nah, yo, like this has to be a certain level of reverence. For certain individuals, you know what I mean. And not to cut your wisdom. At the same token, if they call them by their first name, did it? It also depends when they met their parents. Like if they already grown and they meeting their parents at twenty eight, I could understand that. But if you like your parents fed you, clothed you, made sure you got an education, and you running around, that's now cipher. So it does get tricky like that. But at the end of the day. You control you. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's people that talk shit about me, do stuff to me. It's people that I know don't like me. And I see them and be like, yo, Africa, da, da, da. what I'm going to do? Get them, get them, get them, get them, get them negative low vibrations because I know what type of person they am or still be myself. Keep it cordial, keep it moving, and just stick with the niggas that I know that love me and give them who I'm truly is, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think a little bit of both. I think it is important, again, protect your energy. We said it a bunch of times, like, so you don't got to necessarily stoop to that level, but you don't got to give them phony energy either. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to be fake knowing that they don't fuck with you and and be laughing at their jokes. Like, you know, you, you, you know, throw up the deuce and you, you, you oh, say no. what up. No, 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 definitely not that. I don't even put myself in those situations, those crowds or that or that or that environment. Like if I know that certain people gonna be in certain places, I don't even go. Not because I'm scared, just because I don't wanna deal with that. Because eventually we're gonna have to talk about some real shit, you know what I'm saying? Before we can even get to the ha ha and the hee hee, you know what I'm saying? So I'll leave that where it's at. But I'm just saying, like I guess what I'm trying to say at its core, you can't let other people dictate your emotions and your actions. Because they have more control over you than you. Absolutely. I agree so, with that. That's the best way I could explain it. 
No matter, I know it's easier said than done. I know we're human beings and shit hit the fan and sometimes we react before we even think. But we have, for the most part, at least try to give two to five seconds to thought and say, let me control, like, this ain't worth it or whatever, da, da, da. We have to, but it's easier said than done. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm the second coming. I'll just be coming through, you know what I mean, with a rope. <laughs> Hi, my brother, don't do it. <laughs> I mean, nah, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. For the most part, we can't let people control us like that. That's I dig probably- that. So so check it out. Segwaying, it, it, segwaying. I want to talk about Twitter. I want to talk about Twitter because a few weeks ago, Elon Musk, he purchased Twitter. And when he purchased Twitter, he cleaned house. He fired a whole bunch of people. Um, he restored, from his perspective, the, I would say, maybe the freedom of speech aspect. Um, because Twitter was known for a lot of their guidelines on hate speech, right? And they had a whole committee. I I remember watching a Joe Rogan uh, episode and interview of a lady who worked for Twitter and she was on the board and part of her job was being part of that committee who determined different tweets that should be censored and, and what should be shadow banned and what should be you know, uh, policed. And I remember watching it and it was a great interview. I forget her name. Um, but I remember watching thinking like, damn, like, okay, rules are necessary. Like, I, I do think you have to have some sort of order. You can't just have a free fall. That's, that's just irresponsible. So I do understand that. Um, but when we talk about this freedom of speech thing, a lot of people say, and I've said this again, there is freedom of speech, but that doesn't mean it's freedom of consequence. I believe that if you're on a social media app, all of these different things preface it with a certain thing. Like on Facebook, it says, what's on your mind? On Twitter, it says, uh, no, I think Twitter might say what's on your mind or um, uh, Facebook says uh, another thing, right? So like, if it's supposed to be a platform for you to be able to just, you know, blog or talk or comment on the awards or whatever's going on in the culture at the moment, I think you should be able to, you know, say whatever you want. Now, what Elon Musk said is, as far as shadow banning and things of that nature, if he deems something to be considered or fall in the category of hate speech, he's going to limit the amount of accounts that that particular tweet goes out to he's going to manipulate the algorithms to where it won't be shared or viewable by the masses but just that specific tweet not their entire account what do you think about that what the the suppression of the algorithm if, you, if it's deemed as hate speech yeah just the idea of yeah just just that idea do you agree are you on the side of yeah you think that's more right or like what's kind of your take I mean, it's crazy because I just was thinking like a couple of times where we always talk about platforms and how they have, if they're platforms, so they have the free range to dictate what goes on or what doesn't happen on their platform. I think the media is also adapting, or I should say like 
um, what's the word? Like, I'll just say like, um, also doing the same thing that the platforms are doing. So yeah, it's free speech, but it's kind of like the media is falling to the same guidelines as the platforms. And I and I think that's kind of like a a, a a slick way to like get their shit off, so to speak. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, if Twitter's not feeling you, the next thing you know, at eleven o'clock on Channel Seven, it's gonna be up there. You feel what I'm saying? If this platform's not feeling you, it's gonna be. You feel, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, far, like Elon Musk and what he can do on this platform. At the end of the day, that's his job. You can't tell somebody how to walk in their house. If a nigga that's, say, a, that's a fact. Shoes at the door, nigga, leave your shoes at the door. Get the fuck out. Word. I almost, I almost got into it with a nigga because he violated on some shit like that. Like, yo, bro, the fuck? I don't care that I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Like, if this is the rule in this fucking house, you either gonna respect it while you're here, or you're not gonna be here and you're gonna get the fuck out. There's no middle ground. And I think it's simple. I think when you go to somebody else's space, you respect it as such. I don't think that's hard. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter if you agree because you got the right to disagree, but you could disagree your ass over there. Like, exactly. what is you talking about? Yeah. That's my thing with the media. Like, if, if America is freedom of speech, right? But on Twitter, certain things can't be said. We can't now say, you know what? We're going to follow the same guidelines as Twitter now. I mean, it's free speech, but I think I like the way Twitter doing things. So we about to run America like Twitter. So that's yeah. basically what they be doing. Yeah, it's, high, it's, high. It's, it's the court of public opinion. Like one of the biggest issues that I had with Twitter um, is in the last election. Well, forget the election. During COVID. During COVID, they literally were either a suspending accounts or shadow banning your tweets or suspending you for a certain amount of time. If you came out and spoke in any way, shape or form against whatever the message was about COVID. So if they said something about the shot or if they said something about the science and you had anything that was against that, they automatically silenced your shit. I think that that is, that's fucking, that's, that's terrible. That should not or, be allowed. Or they, or they was putting that fact checker shit on it and saying like, this has been fact checked by the fact checker. But, and but that was late in the game. Like early on, like they were straight silent. They was dead in your shit. Like, and I think that that's crazy. Granted, My bad, not to cut you with, you know what, you want to know what's facts? Your man de Blasio was doing one of his things, addressing, you know, New York. Like, you know, at that time, they was telling you, like, if the COVID shits was going down, up, da-da-da, keep your mask on, stay in the house. Man was selling burgers and fries. He was like, yo, you get some free french fries, get the shot. Oh, Dude. nigga, it wasn't just the Blasio. It was D.C. was giving out free weed. Uh, I've seen, I seen some places that was giving out, like, breweries was giving out free, free brews. Like they was wilding with the with the incentives. They was giving niggas money, all kind of shit. And that that in itself, that smells fishy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about, yo? Like, at the end of the day, 
it is a personal decision whether you want to agree with it or not. And we don't got to go down that rabbit hole. But the fact that it was just so much made out of it, it just goes to show that ain't real, ain't no real such thing as free speech for everybody. Now, certain people can say whatever they want, but that shit ain't for everybody. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is, unfortunately. That's just what it is. Um, you see your man Trump, uh, he he officially announced he was running in 2024. And the first thing he said, which I think was, it was on brand for him because he's somewhat of a shock jock for lack of a better term. Uh, he came out and said, all drug dealers should get the death penalty. Um, you know, and that in itself is crazy to me because it's like, oh, all right. So y'all gonna lock up the the pharmaceutical company niggas? Cause they the biggest drug peddlers in the world. So who are you talking about? That's 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 uh what's uh virtue signaling. That's what they call that. You know what I'm saying? That's virtue signaling. You 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 talking to your base. And it's really racist undertone rhetoric. That's what it is. You talking about black niggas, minorities who are selling street drugs is what you talking about. But that's not what a drug dealer is. A drug dealer is not limited to the streets. A drug dealer is somebody who deals drugs, period, <laughs> period. And we know uh, by shout out to that uh, series um dope no was it dope no no not dope dope stick dope stick dope stick dope stick, yeah. Yeah. Dope stick. it spoke about the sackler family and it spoke about um the the opioid crisis in middle america and how they was pushing um what was it they was pushing dope stick that was uh not percocet yeah. not xanax no it was opioid yeah it was oxy it was oxy I yeah, so one of them joints. It was oxy. Like, so they knew damn well what they was doing. They knew that they was getting niggas hooked on this shit. They was telling niggas it had little to no effects, and they was getting niggas addicted, and they was fucked up. And then that turned into people killing for it and stealing for it and robbing for it and so on and so forth. So, like, if you're going to make a statement like that, it's I know I'm asking for too much to think that he going to really specify, but we know what he's saying. He's talking about us. He ain't talking about all drug dealers because you would include pharmaceutical companies um, as well. And him as a businessman, he not going to alienate the business because that's the money. That's what that's how he make his bones. So he ain't about to alienate them. So it's just going to be interesting to watch and to see. You know, I don't really get too crazy on the on politics and the voting and all of that yeah, anyway. It's the translation. Like, we know what that means. That really means. Yeah. I'm saying like, Yo, all drug dealers should be um definitely means like damn near saying all niggas should go to jail. <laughs> I mean basically what he's saying. So when you kill, say drug dealers, kill all niggas. That's what he yeah. said. <laughs> say drug dealers, you already have a, a look. Of, yeah, a certain image, yeah. Image already pops in your mind when you say drug dealer. Yeah. You, know you, you think you it <laughs> yeah. You don't you see think... Wall Street with a suit. Right. You see Big Meech and motherfucker Big, you know what I mean? Southwest mm. League, niggas in the club with matching shirts. You tell him you he put those niggas in there. Goddamn. 
<laughs> All you niggas. <laughs> like, like Simba said in a freestyle, the nigga Big Meech ain't do more dirt than Big Farmer. Ooh, boss. Yeah, he was going in. He said something about calm and niggas. All I know, Big Meech ain't do more harm than Big Farmer. Something like that's, that. He was going. He was going in now. That's a fact. That's He's a super fact. In. That's a super fact. So let's talk about some uh some wild news that well, I, I find it wild at least. Um Scotty Pippen, Scotty Pippen's wife. Uh what is it? Laura Pippen? Lawson? Laura? Larsa. Larsa. That's a whack name, too. That name is trash. Um, but Larsa Pippen, um, who ain't bad looking, by the way. No, she, she ain't bad looking now. Um, but yeah. she <laughs> she is divorced from Scottie Pippen, and she is now dating Michael Jordan's son. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> I think that's wild. You don't think that's wild? Like, that's crazy to me. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, who thinks that's normal? I don't know who thinks that. Unless they... Only people I think that think that's normal is motherfucker waiting for the NBA um All Star game. Goddamn, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than that, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I don't, I, I don't know what the I don't know what the age difference is there, but I do know that it's messy. And if you ask me, I think it's, I think she's yeah, I super, she's outside. Different. I know she's I, she's outside. I think the age difference is not that wild because I think the age difference was I don't know. I just know Larsa got that motherfucker. She got that throat got that. She got something. <laughs> you know now that's I mean? a win for Marcus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tread late, lightly now. <laughs> I think Marcus is like Harden with, with a shape up. <laughs> like, Harden beard. It's like Marcus Jordan. Goddamn. Yeah. Oh, I ain't no need to tread light. She, she treading. Goddamn. She trucking. Oh, yeah. She's slaying. Fuck. <laughs> Literally. That was in the morale. She's stomping out this one. Yeah. Somebody slaying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I, 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 how you think Jordan feel about it? You think Jordan like, yeah, son? Or you think he like, damn, my man's son? Oh, well, no, that's Pippen. Yeah, how, how you think? Uh, I just had some fun with it. You think Jordan on some, yeah, that's my boy. You think, you think nah, he on that? I think Jordan on some, like, you, you dumb little motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you just... You just, just now you're going to bring me in this shit. You didn't see all this shit. Got in. I just got done fucking with Pippen, goddamn. And the motherfucker That's- led the last dance, nigga. <laughs> That's why I was called last dance. You bringing this motherfucking party back up, goddamn. <laughs> Word. Motherfucker. Word. You got his blue suede shoes on for no reason. And then, and then you know they hit, you know the parents always hit you with this at the end. Well, I hope it was worth it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got what you was looking for, God. Yeah. <laughs> they running my name through the motherfucking bud right there. <laughs> through the ringer. <laughs> you know they got some old ass sayings. You know he got some old sayings. He a country boy still. 
You know Jordan got some old sayings. <laughs> Thank God, motherfucker. Isaiah Thomas ain't got no wife, motherfucker. You think you, you might as well, nigga. Now, he probably had be champion in that shit because him and Isaiah still beefing 30 years later. I don't know what that's about. I mean, I know what it's about, but it's just like, damn, where? I guess some niggas is like, I, if I got a grudge, it's a grudge forever. It's up. I don't really, you know. Yeah, well, Isaiah, yeah. But yeah, I don't, that Larson shit's crazy. Oh, nah, it oh. is. It is kind of wild. I, how you feel about, uh, if you feel anything, about, like, Diddy and Young Miami? Like, you think that's some... Yo, because Diddy is, like, 50-something, and Young Miami is late 20s. So, it's definitely a 30-year gap. No, 30? Is it 30? It's, like, at least 20-ish. It's 20-ish. Like... You know, we know Cougars exist and all of that, but it's like, I don't know what it is for men when they do it, but do you think that's, um, yeah, they're legal, but do you find that, like, it's some nasty shit, or you like, fuck it, he he, he did it, and he just tried to get some 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 young kitty. <laughs> How you yeah, look at that? Yeah. Once you pass a certain age, it's really, unless she like 32 and a nigga like 92, then that's like, but like fifty and thirty, I don't see nothing wrong with that. It ain't thirty though. She definitely like twenty seven on some shit. Yeah, after twenty five, you pretty much, in my opinion, you pretty much, you know what I mean. You pretty much free. You know what I mean, like you fully developed as far as like your. Favorite... <laughs> I mean, I hate to talk about females like a commodity, but you understand what I'm saying, like. Nigga said you fully developed. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless you go motherfucker see the doctor, nigga, you pretty much what you see is what you're gonna get now, goddamn. Yeah, Diddy 53 and she 28. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean whatever. Whatever. You know, it's just a random. And vice versa. Like, if the woman was 53, God was 20, I mean, it is what it is. I think, um, I think you would try to find a commonality. Like, what do they have in common? I mean, because off top, you automatically think it's only like one or two things they have in common. Nigga, it's, it's money and sex. He want the young, wild. The young wild joint. She one of the youngest wildest in the game right now. And he's single. He mingling. He doing whatever he doing. He got all of the money in the world. He could do whatever. He could he she all she she came out. First of all, she came out saying, um, if he if he a rich nigga, I'ma fuck him till he ain't one. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Diddy uh-huh. is on some he falling right in that category. The, the L shit is, where the fuck she gonna go from there? Yeah. I guess motherfucking, how many kids Jordan got? More <laughs> 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 Jordan lying around this motherfucker. <laughs> Word up. That's a wild Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, how Scotty? <laughs> yeah that shit wow man oh that, sh- that shit is wild oh oh check this out so um Dion cole um 
comedian Dion Cole. He has a new stand-up on Netflix. And um he dedicated it. I didn't see it. My stars told me it was a good one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was pretty good. Like it started out pretty funny, like first 10 minutes. Then it kind of leveled out a little bit. It was kind of regular. And then he kind of picked it back up. But I like Deion Cole. Like I like Deion Cole. I think he's funny. I've seen him live uh when I went to a comedy show. It was like an all-star joint. So you had you had DL Hughley, you had Cedric, you had Deion Cole, uh, and Bruce Bruce and Bruce Bruce. That was a good show. That was a good show. Bruce Bruce. Nah, he's still funny as hell, man. Like, cause you know, Bruce Bruce made his bones early on during like the Comic View era. You know what I'm saying? That's really when he was cooking and most popular. Um, and me personally, I hadn't really seen much of him since that time period. But I saw him a couple years ago, man. He was, he was, he ain't miss a beat. He's still funny as hell. And you got to respect that, man, because we talk about it often on how difficult comedy is. And even speaking about this Deion Cole special, uh, I'll give a slight spoiler alert, a uh, slight spoiler alert. So he dedicated it to his mom because he lost his mom within the last year. And at the end of the special, he kind of told everybody, you know, they gave his old round of applause and then he calmed the crowd down. And he was like, look, he's like, yo, I'm not doing this for no claps or nothing. You know, I appreciate y'all coming out. He was like, but I just want y'all to know, you got to know that comedians be going through some real shit. And we come up here, we're not making no excuses because it comes with the job, but we got to laugh and joke and we got to entertain y'all, but we really be going through some real fucked up shit. And our world don't be right. We really be sad and depressed and, you know, it's it's tough. He was like, so keep that in mind to just, you know, respect everybody and, you know, come out to have a good time. It's real, but life is short too. So just make sure that you understand that, you know, I'm at work, you know what I'm saying? And I, I thought that was kind of a, a profound message because uh, in speaking to comedian Marcus Banks, shout out to Marcus Banks, uh, we interviewed him, me and Gert, a few weeks ago, um, and he was talking about that. We asked him, and I've heard that sentiment a lot, that comedians are really dark, you know what I'm saying? And so they have to find a way to laugh at their pain, no pun intended with Kevin Hart, but they got to find a way to laugh at their pain because it'd be real shit going on. So I think that that is a profound message and perspective because you never really think of it like that. You just think you come into a show, everything is good, niggas is telling jokes, and you almost forget to remember they're human because you look at them like the the, the entertainment, like the jester, you know what I'm saying? And I think it is important to keep it all in perspective. Yeah, you're not going to a comedy show to be serious, but these still people, you know what I'm saying? So. I thought that that was a uh, 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 interesting and, and twist on on his stand up, but yeah, I should check it out for all my stand up lovers out there. Deion Cole, Netflix, uh, it's 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 pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, now I, it's another show on Netflix. Just speaking of shows, uh, it's called Drink Masters, and what this is about is it's like a competition show. Like, like your American idols or, you know, that type of shit, but it's mixologists from all over the country and they making drinks and they competing for a hundred thousand dollars 
and they trying to come up with the best concoctions and they got different time frames to to do this and let me tell you for one i'm learning a lot about different drinks and shit and please be clear at the next party at the crib for those who are invited we are gonna have some od fly shit because i'm getting a lot of ideas <laughs> <laughs> for sure but it really like made me respect bartenders and mixologists on a different level because yo that shit is like a science yo they in there baking shit cooking shit steaming it um coming up with different blends like i've always marveled at chefs that way like how do chefs who was the nigga who first decided mm, i think i'm gonna mix steak and huh, eggs or i think i'm gonna do chicken and oh let's try that with some waffles like who the fuck would have thought to put those two things together but it's a marriage every single time like so it's a real science to it. Um, so, you know, everybody enjoy a nice little drink, a nice little beverage. So, uh, you know, you can check it out. Um, uh, and and be clear, I'm only watching it for that because, as you know, like any other show, you know, you got all of the elements. And y'all know what the hell I mean when I say the elements. So it's in there. But oh. um, <laughs> it's in there. But uh, it's uh, it, what you say? I said Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's a cool little show. So y'all should check that one out as well. Um, And doing sports, man. Sports, you know, we spoke a little bit in the beginning about, you know, Thanksgiving game. And we already know that, you know, those are two holidays. Thanksgiving is the football holiday. Christmas is the basketball holiday. Um. But last week when we came in here, we, we you know, <laughs> we we had our head, we had our head low because our team was staking uh, uh, uh. up, staking up the joint. Now I'm a Dallas fan, you a Raider fan. My team looked like the best team in the league this last week. We went crazy. Forty to three, crazy. Forty to three is crazy. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care. This is professional athletes at the end of the day. I do know it's one week, so. That doesn't automatically crown you Super Bowl champ. But to be somebody's ass 40 to 3, like it's 40. It ain't even 20 to 3, because that's bad. 20 to 3 is bad. But 40 to 3, it's like, nah, dog. Like, y'all, y'all niggas came to play, didn't we? <laughs> uh -huh. We came to play. So shout out, yeah. shout out to the squad, man. We we looking night, man. Y'all, y'all caught a win too, man. You should be feeling. Better, I should say. Oh, yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah, I felt better. Caught one in OT. You know what I mean, straight to Devontae Adams. Sent them home. Didn't even have a chance to touch the rock. They flipped the coin. It was, it was, it was adios. But um, do you ever do you do you agree with? I personally like the old overtime rules in the NFL. I like Sutton Def. I like you go out there. Whoever get the ball first, you know, you, if you score, game is over. I like that because it's the pros. And I do understand the, I guess, the fairness aspect of both teams getting a chance to get the ball. But I feel like, yo, this is the professional level. It should be harder. Like, it should be harder. It shouldn't be so easy for you to win the game. Like, that. the objective is to win the game, but... It's a challenge every week, so it's not easy. So I like the sudden death. Um, but what what you think? You you like how it is now where both teams get the opportunity to get the ball? 
Yeah, because essentially it is sudden death if you score. Before if you, was, if you score a touchdown, though. Yeah. But see, before you could score a field goal and it could be a... Yeah, but damn, come on, Jers. Yo, your defense gotta stop. You, your defense has to stop the opposing team from scoring. That's the objective of the game. OT though. Huh? All right, we in OT. Yeah, nigga. So tighten the fuck up and lock it down so you could get the ball back and go down there and score. So essentially, like whoever wins the coin toss has a high probability of winning. That's basically what you're saying. I, but not necessarily though. You know how many times niggas don't score in the first possession in overtime? Mad times. Mad times niggas don't score on, on the first possession in overtime. It does happen a lot, but it's 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 just as much times that you do score that you don't. No, nah, I like it the way it is. I ain't gonna lie to you. And then in the in the playoffs, it's even more back and forth. Because yeah. you have a score or field goal, you still have a chance. Now, you know what? I'm willing to maybe move my stance a little bit in the playoffs just because the stakes are higher. So I think that the the it, it becomes business at that point. It's always business, but I think from a business aspect, you want as much TV time and viewership as possible. So you want those teams to, to you know what I'm saying, to get an opportunity to score. So I, I might, think- I, yeah. No, nah, go ahead. I was just going to second your notion. I guess that's why I like the rules now, because I'd rather have these rules if that's what it's going to take for the rules to be implemented in the playoffs. Because that's... It's just better to be in the playoffs when the rules are like that. So if I got to take... I, I agree, because see, you earned your right to be in the playoffs, so you should have some sort of extra added advantage, because everybody don't go. So... Oh, uh, I kind of like it this way. I ain't even gonna lie to you, man. I get. I, I'm not opposed to it being old school. It old, like you said, it is what it is. Be professional, tighten up your defense. If you got the ball, you know what you got to do. You got to get to the forty or field goal range. If your defense, you know what you got to do. You got to stop them from getting into that range, and that's just the NFL. But on the flip side, there's no harm, no foul of it. Of it being this way, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess. Because the business has changed, right? Like, we're more into, like, Thursdays nights, Amazon only. A lot of the night games are already slotted for, for you know what I mean? A lot of the Sunday games are already slotted for that channel. And then whatever's left over, we got NFL Network, Red Zone. So it's not like before where they're, like, trying to, like, Get them in, get them out. We want we want nail biters in the NFL right now. We want 27, 31, two minutes yeah. left. It was going yeah. after. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Either, either. either way, I'm not opposed to either one. But you asked me if I like this one or prefer the other one. I like I like the way it is now. Word. Speaking of football, I'm I'm in fantasy right now. I'm in the nail biter currently in real time as we speak. I'm down seven points. There's a need... game today. Ain't no game today, right? Yeah. You got the um you got the uh the 49ers and the Cardinals. They playing right now? Yeah. The fuck? I'm trying to find that game. I see it right now. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Giants lost, but Daniel Jones went off, though. Look for my fantasy. Did he? Yeah, I seen like 300 yards or something. He threw for two intos or something, though. But I don't, I'm about to check right now. I haven't even been checking, man. I should be. Basura. <laughs> yeah, man. It was a bad year. Fuck it. One of my leagues, I'm undefeated. That's big. That's big boy talk right there. I think I might lose this week. Let me see. Let me check that shit right now. Oh, shit. I'm in the nail by today. I'm down five. Yeah, Jones put up 25 points for me. Anybody else? Anybody else shit the bed? Don't call it a comeback. Oh, shit. I'm down five. Yeah. Okay. I'm undefeated, nigga. <laughs> never, nigga, never been 10, 11, and 0 in fantasy? That's unheard of. Yeah, that's a heard of. I got I gotta poke my chest out on that one. That's a heard of. So what's your lineup? Put your lineup, yeah. Shit, let me see who I got this week. <clears throat> so no, in that, lineup. yeah, what's your lineup? So in that league, I got Justin Fields, Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, Michael Gallup. Um, I just picked up the nigga Justin Watson. He a receiver from Kansas City, but he was just a little filler. I got George Kittle tight end from San Fran, Antoine Gibson from Washington. Um, I got Philly defense and I got uh the 49ers kicker. And be clear, I got LaBar Jackson. Like my team, my team crazy. <laughs> my team crazy. Like I wasn't even I wasn't even supposed to have this team. I don't even know how niggas, niggas ain't know how to draft. I got Lamar Jackson, Justin Tucker. Mike Evans, I got Jamal Chase. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Niggas don't know what they doing, man. Fuck y'all doing. Thank you. They got Kittle, Dalvin Cook, Justin Fields. Damn. Yeah. Bad. Fucking Lamar Jackson. Jamal Chase, he hurt, but when he was eating, you know what he was doing. Uh, yeah, I know what he was doing. <laughs> Justin Tucker, the Ravens kicker. Fucking Philly defense. Yeah. Josh Jacobs. <laughs> I heard. I didn't know I heard that. That's the what first shit I heard. Fuck you gonna do with that? Nothing, clearly. That's ugly. Yeah. So shout out to my uh GM skills in that one. Yeah, Gino, Gino, funny shit, Gino Smith been keeping me alive. The irony. Yeah. Yeah. He having the best year of his career for sure. By far. Yo, they said that nigga Russell Wilson was calling plays. He was calling Seattle plays in the Denver uh, huddle. (laughs) (laughs) They said that nigga was calling Seattle plays in the Denver huddle. I think one of the coaches said that or some shit. Like, type of shit he on. Like, he wildin'. Sierra got him fucked up. He's just trying to get through the year, man. He don't, he don't know what's going on. He's trying to get through the year. He don't got no control of that team. Them niggas don't care, man. He just he got paid the most he ever been paid in his life. I feel like when niggas get the bag like that, who cares? It's hard to tell a, a nigga to care. I know you're supposed <laughs> to be professional, but don't none of y'all niggas got a hundred, two hundred uh, million? I, I think I think it's a mixture of um him coming from Seattle and he not having like niggas don't I mean he a square my nigga niggas don't respect him like that 
but he could play the position though. So yeah, now you yep. doing this type shit. Now I definitely ain't gotta respect you now. We ain't with it. <laughs> you, what, yeah, you what you get, doing? You don't get your ass over there. Yeah. Now we winning like nah, I got yeah, yeah. <laughs> winning like nigga, hey man, with this pep talk shit. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, Bronco Nation, get up, let's go. Give me two hundred million. I talk talking like you too, but two hundred is crazy, bro. Yeah, I can't imagine, bro. Like it's hard to be humble when you're stunting on the jumble try. <laughs> How the fuck, like everybody talk about what they would and wouldn't do? That motherfucking money hit your account, bro. I don't care who you are. Something gonna change in your ass immediately. <laughs> That's like you could blame the Vikings. The Vikings set the tone. Why? How so? They did that with Kirk Cousins. That big bag, like damn near. 98. But it ain't. It ain't. It ain't just the Vikings. Kirk been stealing money from the league his whole career. He been getting franchise tag bags consecutive years for years. Yeah, but he did when he went to the Vikings, nigga. That's when they started that like. Hot damn near everything guaranteed type shit. He was Speak, one of the first QBs. Speaking of everything guaranteed, and we're gonna get all sports. I want to say at least like 80, 90% of his salary was guaranteed. Well, speaking of guarantee, um, I think in the coming weeks we should see Deshaun Watson hit the field. Um, his suspension should be lifted shortly. And you know, he had the first NFL contract in NFL history where all of his money was fully guaranteed. So first of all, round of applause to him because that's get your money, young man. Get your money. Um, and yeah, Mahomes not fully, huh? Mahomes not fully guaranteed. I'm asking. I don't know. Nah, he not fully guaranteed. But they gave that nigga five, and that's five hundred. Wee. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, y'all. Shimmy, yeah. Shimmy, yeah. Nigga, give me, me the up. give me the ball so I can throw it away. <laughs> you know, caught in them trouble. Last week fucked around and caught a triple double. <laughs> 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 nigga thought playing a different sport on your ass. Like nigga, I got five hundred. Nigga, I'm about to start playing baseball. Nigga, <laughs> five hundred is crazy. Yeah, that's stupid. Woo. And he earned it, and he deserves it. Like Mahomes is him, so. You know, I'm for everybody getting their money, but certain niggas really truly deserve it. Lamar Jackson is running up the bag when they pay him. Oh, we he going that's a stick up. Yeah, they're gonna have to pay that man. It's a stick up. He gonna get the biggest contract in NFL history when it's all said and done because he ain't he ain't slow down. He ain't slow down. And you say your your boy gonna get one too because his contract up Tony Pollard. Man, I hope Dallas is able to keep him because Dallas and Tony Pollard with Ezekiel Elliott, that combination is lethal. Um, I do think that the both of them are necessary. I just think Pollard is more of a weapon right now. And I think that when this season is over, this is the last year of his rookie deal. So he's going to test the free agency market. And I personally don't believe that we're going to be able to afford him. We may want him because we know we need him. I don't think we're going to be able to afford him because of what the market is going to be. Every year, the market goes up. So we can't pay him $80 million and Dak $200 million and 
uh, Demarcus Lawrence, whatever we paying him. Mark Micah Parsons going to be due for a contract soon enough. We're going to have to pay Trayvon Diggs soon enough. Like, we already paid Zeke. Like, I just don't know where the money going to be coming from. So I think that if we're going to do something, we got to make it happen this year. We got a good squad, and we just got to make it happen, man, because Tony Pollard maybe, is definitely – Yeah, maybe a shorter – if he's willing to take it, maybe like a short-term deal. I can see no more than one to two years. But the thing be like once they work themselves out of that rookie, quote unquote, that rookie contract, they be one, they be one that long term bag, don't they? For the most part, because you know how fickle the running but that position is off top. Yeah, and most teams don't be wanting to pay because the running back position is the thing where you deteriorate over time. I mean, all NFL players, but. Your, your shelf life isn't as long in the NFL as a running back. So three to five is the average. Yeah. So niggas don't be wanting to pay. And the teams that pay, they always end up biting the bullet. Everybody who got paid, they didn't pan out after they got paid. Every last one of the big running backs that got paid, that was eaten before they got paid, no more food. <laughs> At least not on the field. Or they eating steak and lobster and, and caviar and all kind of shit. <laughs> Motherfucking drinking, drinking the finest wines and and the most expensive yak and scotch and all kind of shit. <laughs> they drinking the XO. Going twice. Now it's steak with the beans and rice. Yeah. Of course, I say like Saquon maybe. Saquon ain't get paid. He ain't get paid yet. Yeah, I don't but think he, he get paid yet. And he not because the injury. Uh huh. Injury. Damn. You right. So when Zeke got paid, it was over. Uh, who else? Uh, I can't even think off the top of the dome right now. But it happens. Yeah, Zeke worked his way. But what you know, Chubb, Chubb got paid. Chubb probably got some bread. He might have got some bread. Quiet money though, right? Wasn't nothing to talk about. I don't think it was nothing too crazy. Um, right. They yeah. didn't even pay Derrick Henry. Got I was just about to say. I was just about to say, and he about the best nigga in the league right now for real. Like that nigga's like six five, yo. Like what you going to do with that running downhill? That's automatic touchdown if we like five yards out. I don't want. I don't want to tackle that man. I'm sorry. Fuck it. Fuck it. I don't want to tackle that man. That nigga's all shoulders <laughs> and legs. <laughs> and he fast as hell. Like, nah, son. Like, that that ain't fair. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what's dangerous. He ain't slow. Not at all. And he's yeah, shifty. That motherfucker's stiff. I be looking at niggas like, yo, damn, these niggas got to be strong. Because you know niggas be getting a bell rung all game. You know niggas be getting their bell wrong. There's no way that everybody out there just walk around good. There's no way. Them hits hurt, son. Niggas be strong, son. Like, <laughs> niggas be really strong. Like, you think you do your little one-two in the gym? Nah, bro. You got to relax. <laughs> These niggas will lay you out with a stiff arm, son. Yo, could you imagine Could you imagine a lineman stiff arm to the mug? <laughs> An offensive tackle stiff arm to the mug is lethal, boy. You're going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. 
with my sure. teeth in the back of my mouth. I might have to get the veneers. <laughs> yeah, I might have like, to. Uh huh. I feel like E Honda. Like <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Like no, Maybe. thank you. That shit. Like no, thank you. I'll watch from the stands and and, and cheer from afar. <laughs> Word yeah. up. Word up. Um, real quick, random question. Um, bucket list sporting event. Any sporting event. Any sport you have, like, like I, I'll start. Like, so one of my bucket list sport sporting events is to do a soccer game in the UK. You know what I'm saying? I, that energy over there is just totally different. You know what I mean? And niggas be dying. They be getting bodied. Like, they take that shit serious. Just speaking of soccer, it's the World Cup right now, too, by the way. Um, but I think that's that's a that's a uh that's a bucket list item for me. I definitely want to do that before it's all said and done. You got something like that? Super Bowl. I just would like to be at the Super Bowl, like physically be there. Yeah. The half time and the whole just that energy. Man, let me tell you, I'm one of the few people that you'll be able to speak to that actually went to a Super Bowl. Like I was living in Houston and I used to work security um at the games and the Texans hosted or the or in Houston at the Texan Stadium they hosted the Super Bowl arguably the greatest Super Bowl of all time it was the Patriots versus the uh Falcons that was the infamous game when they came back from 28 to 3 went into overtime for the first time in Super Bowl history I watched Tom Brady in the flesh be the greatest quarterback of all time it was the most amazing electrifying thing I've ever been a part of like and I think I've told the story before, but this pretty much sums up the, the the feeling. So I remember as they were setting up and fans is coming into the game, it was a little kid. He came to, you know how you first come into stands or whatever. The little kid, he came to the top and he just kind of looked out at the field and all the energy and nigga was like, wow. <laughs> That's the energy, yo. That's really the energy. Like, like, you know that the, the NFL is a multi-billion dollar industry, and you see where the money goes, yo. Like, they put all of the chips on the table. They all money in. And it's just, it's an electrifying event, man. I remember asking a guy who was in the fourth row. He was in row D. And I said, yo, how much you pay for your tickets, if you don't mind me asking? Nigga start laughing. Black nigga start laughing. I'm like, nah, like, I really want to know. He said, well, shit, I paid 10000 for mine, and I got my tickets yesterday. I'm like, nigga, what do you do for a living? I, and are y'all hiring? <laughs> I take this uni off right now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You just could drop ten grand on a random day? Like, I think I'm going to check out the bowl. But the craziest thing to me is, Son, they don't do anything special at the Super Bowl. For, they don't put no extra pad on the seats. They don't give you no no uh, <laughs> uh, convenience store uh, package or nothing. Like you don't get no complimentary drinks, nigga. You paying ten grand for that same seat that six weeks ago was two hundred dollars. It's crazy. You want to talk about inflation? That that's what let me know that shit ain't for regular people. That's not for the common man. So I do understand it's a bucket list and, you know, nobody knows what the future holds, 
You know what I'm saying? Niggas might run into some bread and just want to want to do that. But I'm telling you right now, I personally can't see myself ever going back to another Super Bowl because of that reason. Because I can't I can't bring myself to pay 15 bands for a regular seat in the stands. Like that shit is crazy to me. If I'm if I'm paying that, it got to be floor seats at the NBA finals. You know what I'm saying? It got to be, because that to me makes a little bit more sense. At least them seats is padded. At least you get a little TV time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might you might get the dapper nigga up or some shit. Like, you know, you get a little interaction or something. I think because he paid yesterday, like, once the, it's like, once they go on sale, you could probably catch a decent, nah, decent bro. Sale. Nah, I think the cheapest tickets, because they announce it every year. I think the cheapest tickets, it wasn't no TV. No tickets under a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got you off top. Got to know you're gonna spend at least anywhere from fifteen to four. So, uh, bank, so, 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 imagine paying thirty five hundred dollars for the nosebleeds. You, you're playing yourself. You got a better seat at the crib. For sure, for sure. So that's why I say it don't make sense. Because in order to go, you got to be somewhere where you can see the shit, and you're gonna be paying. Upwards of 10 grand. Like, come on. I see oh, Mike yeah. Shanahan just chilling yeah. randomly. Yeah. I seen Jamie Foxx, Tuche. I see mad niggas. Will Farrell. I seen mad niggas. Like, you know, all of the stars is out. All the stars is out. That's why I'm still on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why it's called a bucket list. That motherfucker ain't off the bucket yet. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is, <laughs> the bucket is full. <laughs> Word up. Word up. Uh, all star. I would do a I would do a all star maybe nah I'm lying I, I not that I'm lying because I would do an all star but I think the NBA finals is 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 more exciting for me personally yeah, all star like it's more like you just trying to you know what I mean catch the vibe catch a couple yes yeah, it's it's, it's play yes yeah, it's it's, it's playtime literally yeah. finals where it's at. Yeah, the finals is crazy. I remember I looked the shits up because when uh Stephanie was playing last year, you know, Hove was at all of the home games in Cali. And I feel like I looked up the seats and those might have been like 35, 40, something like that. Maybe like 30, 35, something like that. And you know, that's <laughs> That's super baby money. That nigga said, was 50 grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? <laughs> that was 10 years ago. <laughs> he paying under that for a seat? Like, we got that. We got that covered. Nigga told you in 96, bet 50, not dollars either. I bought some dough with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Talking yeah. filthy. Yeah. Now, that's 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 disrespectful. Like, that's when you got to just, you just got to walk, you got to walk out the room at that point. Nigga tell you bet 50, not dollars either. I bought some dough with me. <laughs> yo, that's disrespectful, yo. That make you feel small, son. That make you feel small. That just let you know niggas don't got no bread. Niggas don't got no bread. You know what I'm saying? Niggas be out here. I saw a clip online going around where it was a it was a police officer and it was a regular dude and it looked like they was outside of some kind of establishment, maybe a party or some festival, something. And the dude had on like a Louis, a Louis bag, Louis man purse or some shit like that. 
And he was trying to come at the cop like, yo, I got way more money than you, da 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 trying to shit on him because he wearing Louis, he wearing designer, and the cop, you know, salaries ain't but so much. The cop nigga was like, he's like, what? He's like, put your phone out right now. Nigga pulled his phone out and showed him. He's like, yo, I got 500K in the bank right now. This is the Bank of America app right now. Show me yours. Where's that? Nigga ain't had nothing to say. He's like, pull it out. <laughs> pull it out. Like, <laughs> pause. Like, but he just like, you know, and I found that to be interesting because all these niggas who be flashy with the shits, like, Millionaire, billionaire niggas don't wear their wealth like that. They don't be out here, you know, stunting with the big ass Louis Vuitton. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas don't be wearing the, the OD flashy shit. If it's Louis, it's Louis. But it's nice. It's clean. Like, I, I like, and I'm not none of them niggas, be clear. But if I if I wear or buy some designer shit, like, I like nice quality, subtle shit, though. I don't like the super OD flashy shit, like, because that's not what I'm doing it for. I'm in it for the quality. And it right. just so happened, it just so happened to be Burberry. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. Like, but niggas be having the wrong idea. And I thought that was a good lesson for some people online who think that it's all about the flash. Like, nah, nigga, like you really wearing a whole bunch of depreciating uh liabilities <laughs> if you if you really want to get into it. So you ain't doing shit. And a lot of niggas can't afford it. Just because you can buy it does not mean you can afford it. That's a ball. That's a ball right there. Mm-hmm. Niggas be having the game fucked up. You done saved up to buy this, this fucking whatever, and now you broke. That shit don't make sense. You look good, though. Well, if, <laughs> if you can't afford it, you might can affirm it. I won't think of how you think about some shit, though. <laughs> I do got 25 on me right now. Got <laughs> Word up. Figure my ass out, nigga. I'm going to be long gone. <laughs> Word, I done wore this shit 17 times. <laughs> you can't, put, put <laughs> you can't take it back. I might not be able to do it again, but you can't take it back. I ain't sending shit back. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted the phone number and the email. Go ahead and get that to him, goddamn. <laughs> Go ahead and keep the party going. <laughs> Not what they want to knock. Put something on it. <laughs> I ain't got the whole thing, but <laughs> they go, they go take that and they go, they go mail it first thing in the morning. Dog. <laughs> All right, I give you the first payment for sure. Gotcha. I, I got the first payment every single time. First payment, never a problem. It's the, <laughs> it's the, it's the 31st payment. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Word up, though. Nah, I, and I damn sure ain't too too good for a firm, Klarna, none of them shits. I ain't I ain't too good for that. You know, some of my some of my DJ equipment was bought like that. Like I ain't got no shame in my game. You fucking right. Why well, I'm gonna give you twelve hundred right now? Fuck it. No, nah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's the one. Not to get too crazy with the credit the credit talk, but that's the beautiful thing about having decent credit is that you can get a couple of things zero financing. I mean, zero APR if you paying your shit on time. You can get some stuff and, um, you know, don't have yeah. to pay more up front. 
Yeah, man. Uh, you know, at this big age, we should be. I know we, we joke with the firm, but to be honest, no, 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 real, real shit. Like you know, like set seven or better is 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 where we should be at at this stage of life. And no judgment because everybody's situation is different and whatever, whatever. But like, you know, seven or better, I I put it on me. Seven or better was my rule. Like you know, what I'm saying seven or better can get you in the game generally with, with, with most things. You know what I'm saying? Now you don't want to fucking take out five credit cards at once. Your fucking APR be (laughs) 63%. (laughs) You'd be fucked up out here in these streets paying that interest, boy. Called you. I forgot. It's like your usage though. Not your DTI, that's debt to income, but it's like your usage. So it's yeah, it's credit utilization. So yeah, credit utilization. Yeah, so, so what they what they want you to do is be at or under 30%. Now, what I have heard from some credit gurus is it's even better if you keep it like 12 and under. Then you really cook it with grease. Yeah. Because 30 just keeps you average. Yeah. Really keeps you floating. So in other words, you really shouldn't use because credit cards are a great thing. They're not bad. Now the objective would and should be to pay the balance off completely so that you can re-up and then they'll eventually increase your limit. But what you really want to do is if you're not gonna pay it all off, yeah, keep your shit down to 12, 10%. Like you be good. You in there. You in there. Cause a little bit of debt is not bad. All of the richest people in the world leverage their debt to get more bread. That's the name of the game. You know what I'm saying? They don't teach us that. And a lot of us are learning this information now, but better late than never. So it's never too late, but it's important to start. And it's important to be aware and to apply it. Because you can have the information, but if you don't apply it, then you're just wasting time. So that's my my jewel and tidbit for the for the people. You know yeah, what I'm saying? We're we gonna earn your leisure, you out, but <laughs> but shout yeah. out to them, man. Cause I swear by them, they never lied to me. Everything they say is right and exact when it comes to stocks and, and investing and all of that. And if y'all not familiar, earn your leisure. Go to their podcast, go to their YouTube. It's free. They give away game all of the time. Follow their Instagram. They're gonna get you right. They done got me right. I'm in investments and I'm investing in the right things, and I'm seeing actual gross and profit so i'm a long-term investor i'm not with the forex day trading and all of that shout out to them who do that but i'm playing a long game i don't have a family yet but when i do you know i'm saying this is going to be for them you know not to keep beating y'all down with whole bars but you know he said i never enjoyed my success but my family will and i'm all right with that you know i'm saying so it's like you got to play the long game. Yeah, you're going to enjoy a little bit of life. You got to, but it's about giving your seeds and, and, and your kids a better start. It's all about a better start. You know what I'm saying? If you started at, if you started at $500, you want to start them off at, you know, $25,000. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very doable. It's very doable. You know what I'm saying? You just want to, and that's light. That's light. So, that should be the goal, at least from my perspective, and that's just kind of how I'm on it. So I'm definitely pro-investing, and I'm not the expert, but the experts that I rely on is earn your leisure. So if you're not familiar, check them brothers out. 
they black, they speak the language, they for the culture, and they on it. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that. Word. Um, so yeah, I mean, on that note, I'm not gonna push it past the speed limit and 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 make it more than it ain't. But um <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying once again you know everybody be safe during the holidays you know what i'm saying drink responsibly um and enjoy your time with your, your friends your family your loved ones you know uh not to serious it out but life is short you know what i'm saying life is short we losing a lot of people um it don't matter your age man it don't matter your age i don't know if people are familiar with the r&b artist but his name is b smith and he just recently passed away at 28 years old um from uh like a Mm -hmm. rare a rare lung disease get the fuck out of here yeah bro damn he had one of my bangers too that too many reasons fire fire you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? For sure. You got a rare what? Rare lung disease? Yeah. And I guess, you know, of course, they probably kept it under wraps or he didn't promote it or whatever. But, yeah, he passed away last week, man. You know what I'm saying? And and life is short. You just never know. It don't it don't have to be uh, a tragedy in terms of a car accident or a plane crash or something so dramatic. I mean, those things happen too, but sometimes it could just be your time. And if your time is at 27, unfortunately, you can't do nothing to get another second out of it. So you got to be able to cherish it. And, you know, my advice to people is to do just that. And if we all are fortunate enough to even see this coming holiday, you know, make sure you enjoy it with your your loved ones and, and, and cherish those moments because you never know. You know what I'm saying? You just never know. Man, you just fucked my head up with that B. Smith shit. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm gonna play one of his joints on the on the uh on the outro. On the outro. So um, so on that note, of course, make sure that um, you know, y'all do y'all part out there. Our part is to give you the content, to curate the content. Your job is to share the content. Make sure you're telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything Rico. I need a ride to go down and slide up. I hope you can handle the stick shit, babe. Cause you gotta drive it. Ooh, uh, uh. Girl, don't try to fight it. When I'm all up inside it. On my stick shit, babe You got me excited Oh, oh, oh I bet you ride so good Yeah Oh, let me bang it Oh, let me bang it out Oh, let me bang it Oh, let me bang it out I bet you ride so good Co-music, 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 co-music.